Part two of Illyrial or A Voyage to Other Worlds by Vladislav Lachsimer. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter thirteen A Strange Proposal. I came home to my city. I rested there a quarter of a year. We have no months because we have no moon. Many came from distant cities to ask about Earth and what I had seen or heard. Myriads of questions were put to me, some that I could and many that I could not answer. The pictures of Earth, your cities, mountains, river scenes and so on were examined by myriads of our comrades, copied again and again, and copies sent to every city and every museum of our world. My journey was given in writing, and ten million copies scattered through every country. Many were the comments on it. Some even foolishly suggested that a party of our citizens should go forth as missionaries to your world, to teach men to be better and happier. But I at once checked this idea. The church on earth does her work, I said, and God deals with men in his way. Our going openly to men would only make them worse, might disturb the good and form a mere pastime to the wicked. So the wise ones of our world stifled the proposal in its germ. One evening, as I was returning from the service of our course in the great temple of the city, I found our prince waiting for me in my home. With him there was a stranger who, by his robes and insignia, I recognised must be one of the princes of Saldonio, the city of the stars in our northern continent, where the study of astronomy was chiefly carried on, more than anywhere else. I have long read and re-read the narration of your visit to the earth, he said. It has filled me with interest. It seems to me that the time has come when we may, by subduing the forces of nature, travel from world to world, not only to the earth, but to the farther worlds of our system. Our mechanician Azoniel has constructed a globe fitted for such journeys, and has perfected your mode of conquering gravitation. My friend Azariel, one of the leading masters of the laws of nature in our city, will join us. I gave reflection to the proposal. At first, the love of home, stronger than ever since I had seen Earth's miseries and sorrows, made me unwilling again to launch forth into immeasurable space. But I was unwilling to deny myself the pleasure of beholding new works of the Creator's love new evidences of his mercy and his majesty. And also I reasoned that perchance other worlds might be as beautiful as earth, but less fallen and spoilt by sin. So perchance in other worlds I might behold better and fairer things by which I might learn more. I consulted with the chief sages of our city. They were of opinion that now I had been able to pass to two of our sister orbs, it should be well to try if we could proceed further. Some suggested Mercury as suitable for a trial, 
but my own feeling and that of the great majority of our senate was that if we should again plunge forth into space we should select the outer worlds rather than the inner planet of our system the gorgeous realm of mars and even the huge systems of the giant and ringed worlds as we call jupiter and saturn might be visited i went to saldonio in our air car it was a long journey of three days half round our world for saldonio was in a far-off continent thousands of fair cities vast territories of beauteous vegetation lakes rivers and seas did we pass over night and day still on we flew until at last we reached the mighty mountain ring upon one peak of which saldonio was reared it was built on a plateau of rock some twenty miles above the plains far above the fleecy clouds which usually cover our planet thus the astronomers could usually watch in clear nights the expanse of heaven and all the wonders therein contained around the city from many miles afar were to be seen the lower mountains of the chain rounded into the form of spheres each of which depicted some world in the solar system carved over and stained as gigantic models of the planets around us close to the city was the model of the earth a globe far vaster than any man has ever made six hundred yards around on which the loftier himalayas were raised some four or five inches and where london was marked as a dark spot about the size of a large leaf i came to the city over which enormous instruments of study towered above every spire and roof it was a wondrous place all that art could do was done to know the other worlds they were observed mapped examined measured science had done everything save open the gates to visiting them and now aronial was planning that also he welcomed me in the palace of the stars he showed me the treasures of the city the results of the studies of thousands of astronomers for many ages past and inspired me with his interest and curiosity to know more at last he showed me in a zonial's hall where his works of mechanism were stored the globe for a voyage through space it was a sphere of some twenty feet diameter of strongest polished steel at its top there was a rounded door which could be lifted up and around its equator were four crystal windows to observe as we travelled through space within were copies of my instruments for conquering gravitation but of enormous power mighty electromagnets were there and within there was a room with every comfort for the travellers during their long and perilous voyage in the side were a thousand instruments of every kind for observing measuring registering natural forces and so forth a long bar pierced the base of the sphere in which were the explosive forces to impel or direct the sphere it was a wonderful triumph of skill a little artificial world as it were fitted to dart through interplanetary space 
with every triumph of our skill and science comprised within its globe and stored in its many cells all accidents appeared provided against while the apparatus gave us an immense power over nature i admired the ether car as we called it and felt inclined to join once more in a great expedition into space beyond the earth's orbit and into the vast outer regions of the giant planets i returned from saldonio to our city calling as i went on at most of the great cities on the way and studying in their museums both of the things which might relate to earth and also to my coming voyage i talked with the wisest sages of many lands on our project and on the things we might hope to see and what should be the special points of our researches i found the general opinion was that life was universal in the solar system except in some few of the smaller worlds like the moon on which it had existed but had passed away or which were as yet not enough developed to receive it the idea was that as in the spectroscope we had seen that the elements of the solar system were everywhere the same as on our world probably derived from the sun and as on your earth only the same metals and gases were proved to exist as we had so also in life that the same types of life were everywhere existent only developed more in one world than in another i satisfactorily had proved that as the metals and the common forces so the life types were the same in your world as in ours so also we hoped to find whether they could be traced all through the solar system just as the metals were traced End of chapter 13